This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi guys, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. All this week I've been talking about my book, Food Truck 101, and I've been going through it chapter by chapter to give you all a little bit of a tease for the audio books that will be coming out, and of course giving some good information for people that are looking to start their food truck business. So today we are going to be talking about events. So far we've gone over the chapter on why you want to start a food truck business and all the research required. We talked about the menu, we talked about the partners and suppliers that you're going to need, We talked about locations yesterday, and today, Is This a Good Event? That's the name of the chapter. In Vendor Speak, an event is a publicly attended gathering where people are coming to do activities, whether it's ride rides, play games, listen to concerts, buy crafts. They are doing things as a group or in mass. And then, of course, food trucks are there to serve those people so they can grab a bite to eat and then get back to playing the games, riding the rides, petting the pets, and buying all the crafts. So that's an event. Why you should consider an event, because if it is appropriately priced on your part to make money, and of course that's covering any of the fees that the event may be charging you, an event is a way for you to make a whole bunch of money in a little amount of time. The key components to you knowing whether it's a good event or a bad event is number one, the attendance. Can you verify the attendance? And hopefully any event you're considering has a historical record of their attendance. So you verify the attendance, and then also you want to verify the number of vendors that are going to be there. And you are hopefully looking for a contract, meaning you're not taking somebody's word for it and just shaking the hands and going, yeah, I'll be there. There's only going to be two trucks. Awesome. Because most likely, if you've only shaken hands on a deal, you're going to show up. There's going to be five or six trucks. And probably two of them be selling the exact same thing you're selling. So if you're going to do an event, you want to make sure that there's a written contract, that there are stipulations in that contract to the number of vendors, and some specifics on what type of food and how many vendors will be competing with each other selling the same type of food. Now, here's a key sentence. You will only be as busy as the marketing reach of the event. So if the event claims to have 40,000 people coming over the course of a three-day weekend, there will only be 40,000 people there if the marketing of that event has enough of a reach to invite all of those people. And then there is enough reason for 40,000 people to show up there in the first place. Just because somebody says, yeah, I'm holding this event. I got 40,000 people coming. You want to know what is the attraction? Why are people coming to this event? Is it a concert? Is it a name band playing? Is it some local band that has popularity? Or is it a cover band? You want to know the details. How many rides are going to be there? How many craft vendors are going to be there? How many game vendors are going to be there? Because those folks aren't going to show up either if there's not a reason for them to be there. But a lot of people will hold a car show that has 10 or 12 cars, call that an event, and there might be 100 people show up maybe to see that dozen cars and that's not a good place for you to vend unless you just need to practice so understand what you're getting into understand all the numbers make them tell you those numbers so now let's do some simple calculations 
Every vendor out there that's done an event and has done more than one or two events will have some very complex, ridiculous formula. Well, if you take half the people that are showing up and they're the ones that are going to eat, and then you take a quarter of those and divide that by three and multiply it by seven, and then a quarter of that's going to actually eat with you, and that's the number you're going to have. Every single math formula that I've seen any vendor come up with, it's take half of this, multiply it by that, take a quarter of this, and here's a number. You see, the neat thing about math is once you start with a, a number, say there's going to be 10,000 people show up, and then you want to get to how many people you're going to eat. The only thing that matters to you is how many people that are attending that event are going to eat and how many of them are going to eat with you. So on an event, there's events in my area that have 45 years worth of history. So when they say 40,000 people are going to show up, they're pretty darn right because it's happened year after year after year. But if it's an event that's only been open a couple of years, especially the last couple of years, you have no idea how many people are going to show up. So if they tell you 10,000 people are going to show up, you're going to automatically say, eh, probably only about 5,000. So you cut it in half. Then out of that 5,000 that are going to show up, how many of those are going to actually eat? The number of people showing up and that will eat is relative to how long the event is. In that dozen car show, if it's only going on for a couple of hours, most of the people ain't going to eat. They'll either eat before the car show or after the car show. And then they're probably not going to eat during the car show. So if it's an eight or 10 hour event, especially if they have to pay to get into it, they ain't going to want to leave. So they got to eat something from somebody. So if uh, 5,000 people really show up, probably every one of those 5,000 people is going to eat something from somebody. But if it's a short event, a significant number of those people will not eat. So you're going to consider how long is the event. Then the last number that comes into play is of those people that are going to eat, how many food trucks are there? Because they will evenly split amongst the food trucks, most likely. So that 10,000 event, we cut it in half to 5,000 because there's not a history and we're going to say it's a long event so all 5,000 of them are eating something whether it's a snack or a full meal doesn't matter they're eating something from somebody if we have 10 trucks that means we reasonably can assume 500 people are going to be eating with us now does that make sense and I don't mean makes mathematical sense, but does that make sense that you could handle 500 people? If it's a three-day event and you're expecting those 500 people to eat with you over the course of three days, you could probably handle that. But if it's a one-day event, 500 people in one day is a whole bunch of people to wait on. Then the question becomes, do you have the storage capacity to hold that amount of food? Do you have the service ability to handle 500 people in a reasonable amount of time? Because what crowds do when they get hungry and they notice that there's a line at this truck and a line at that truck, unless there's a specific food they just got to have, they will go to the shortest line, or they will go to the line that appears to be moving the fastest. Because remember, they didn't come to the event to eat food. They came to the event to ride, ride, pet, pets, play games. Now let me tell you a little secret that the event coordinators are doing. In this event where all these people have shown up, the event coordinators are walking around looking at all of the people there. And not the people that are in attendance, but the people that are providing all the services. So they're looking at the games. They're looking at the pets. They're looking at the rides. They're looking at the food vendors. They are assessing those lines and going, ooh, if we bring in one or two more rides next year, the lines will be shorter. And we can make more money because we can charge more event fees. The same with the food trucks. Because remember, people aren't coming to the event to eat food. They're coming to the event to ride rides, pets, pets, play games, buy crafts, and listen to music. So every guest that's standing in your line or somebody else's line that is not moving forward to get fed is not spending money to ride rides, pet pets, play games, listen to music. So that's telling the event coordinator, we need more food trucks. And what are they going to do next year? Instead of having 10, they'll have 20. 
Got to cut those lines in half to get the people out spending money because the ride people and the game people are going, I didn't make any money because everybody was stuck in line at those slow food trucks. People don't go to events to eat at a food truck. People go to events to ride rides, pet pets, buy crafts, listen to music, play games. So the limitation to you making a whole bunch of money at an event is staring you in the face every morning when you brush your teeth. That's your ability to get the team motivated to move and to hustle and for you to thin down that menu to the point where you can get the food out in a reasonable amount of time. Because I can guarantee you, you can make as much money going to an event and selling one product as you can going to that same event and selling six products. And you stand a way better chance of not running out if you're only selling one or two things than if you got six things on your menu. So the real question is how do you get your fair share of whatever the attendance is? And then how do you get more than your fair share? So if that 5,000 people was split amongst 10 trucks, it's 500 people per truck, and you can handle 500 people? How do you get more? The first secret is to actually handle the first 500, to be faster, to be friendlier, to be better than your competition, and then to give people reason to come to your tent or your trailer or your food truck in the first place. You can do things when it's slow. You can offer samples, especially if your food is really pricey or it's unusual. You can use a barker, and a barker is someone that says at a circus, step right up and check out the bearded lady, or step right up and I'll guess your weight. That's what a barker does. They holler and get people to come over to what they're doing. If you don't have guests in your line, do that. Step right up. I got the best pork chop sandwich in the state. You got to try it. I got the best hot dog in the state. Come try it right now. You can wear a uniform that says, follow me to delicious, and you send your staff out when it's slow. Tell them to go do something to get people to follow. You can have the staff doing things to create attention, passing a frisbee, throwing those little airplanes around, blowing bubbles, bouncing balls, doing something to get people to come up. And then when the kids come up to watch, you hand them the ball, you hand them the bubbles, say, here you go, kid, have a good time. So now you got a crowd around, you direct them over to eat. You can cook something that creates smoke, create some bacon, cook some onions. Those aromas make people want to eat make sure you stay clean make sure you stay stay sanitary post on your social media we're going to be at this event come down and see us you need to be responsible for bringing up the attendance of that event take that responsibility get people to come there because you're there you become the attraction don't assume because you're there people are going to show up invite them you want to make sure you have kid-friendly options because at events kids drive the dining choice so have the hot dog with the mac and cheese on it or whatever product you can sell that's kid-friendly and make it prominent so the parents can go, oh, thank goodness there's something the kids will eat. And then be fast about it because it is no fun when you got multiple kids hanging on your leg going, Daddy, I'm hungry. Daddy, I'm hungry. I want to get back to the games. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Be fast at what you do. Show that you respect the people's time to get them back to doing what they came there to do in the first place. If you're not busy, you can put on a little mini show. Think about the bartenders that, you know, flip the bottles and do all that kind of stuff. Put on that little mini show. Let people see that you're more than just somebody that wants to get $15 out of them for a hamburger. Think about refillable products and then offer them at a premium price. Whether it be iced teas or lemonades or whatever. Sell it for $10 and refill it for $3. you will make a ton of money. Alter the menu names so that they make sense for the theme of whatever it is you're doing. But the idea is for you to make it look like you fit in and you're part of the celebration, the reason the event's going on in the first place. So that's all about events, how you can turn an event into a lot of profit. Just doing those little things that I talked about. Get people to want to come to your business. 
Because all that's on you. Just because you show up at an event doesn't mean that your day is over and all you can do is sit back and start counting money. You want to get out there and kill it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.